welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on the science of good sleep. And we've talked uh, yesterday, actually, we spent a lot of time talking about light, especially blue light and how that can kind of throw us off in terms of the time of day that we are supposed to be producing melatonin, but even, um, you know, re-acknowledging the fact that we can't have an irregular sleep schedule and expect to get a good solid night's sleep. The more consistent we can be with the time we go to bed and the time we awaken, and I actually have alarms set on my phone to remind me, because, you know, sometimes in the evening I'll get busy working on projects and things and I'll lose track of the time. Uh, which sounds silly, but uh, sometimes it just works that way for me. So I like to set that alarm. And then, you know, as soon as that goes off, it reminds me to kind of start wrapping things up and getting ready for bed. But having that regular on-time schedule as much as possible. I'm not saying that you got to be, you know, downright, you know, uh, uh, solid where you just never, ever stay up later or, you know, entertain friends or, you know, make it a, an irregular time frame on occasion. Uh, but but to stay as consistent as you can long-term is going to be the very best at producing melatonin when you need it, okay? Now, another one I want to share with you is naps. Now, I, I don't know how many of you are nap uh, nappers out there. I know um, some people do it more than others, and uh, some people, when they take a nap, take a long nap, like they look at a nap as like, you know, one or two or even three hours, um, but I'm I'm here to inform you on a few things, okay? So um, I learned this a long time ago in that, you know, based, based on the brainwave states that we had discussed a couple of, of episodes ago, and if you missed the brainwave states or missed any of this series, I would encourage you to go back, um, but we discussed brainwaves in part three. But understanding those clearly has really helped me to be able to navigate my sleep schedule more effectively. So when you sleep, when you take an, an afternoon nap, which there's nothing wrong with it if it's done right, and that's what I'm going to explain to you in today's episode. But if you take a long nap that's two, one or two or even three hours, anything past 30 minutes, basically, it puts you into those deep sleep brain waves. And, and then that, that's a really tough place to come out of. Um, and when you wake up, you're likely to feel lethargic and maybe uh, kind of in a funk and not able to think, you'll have brain fog, brain fatigue, you'll have a hard time getting back in the rhythm of working for the day, if you're, you know, if you, especially if you're taking a break from work, or even just functioning well. You might even feel kind of grumpy or off. Um, you could even feel dizzy or lightheaded. Um, and, and that's because when we go into a deep sleep, we're not really supposed to come out of it um, and then have it be the middle of the day when you got to go back to being productive. So um, I'm not saying it's that way 100% of the time, but I would say the majority of the time when you sleep past that 30-minute window, that's what happens to you. So I am, a, a, just from all the experimentation I've done with myself and recommendations I've made to clients, I'm a huge advocate of not letting it go past 20 or 25 minutes at most. 
So I will typically set my alarm on my phone for about 20 minutes, 22 minutes. And, and sometimes I even wake up after 10 minutes and I feel amazingly refreshed. But that short little nap that you take is, can be incredibly rejuvenating. It can help you get uh, your focus back. It can really make you feel re-energized at so many levels. Um, as opposed to a big long nap that's just going to do just the opposite for you. And that's only because you don't go down into the deep sleep. You don't, you know, it's not enough time to get into the deep sleep pattern. And that's why you can come out of it much quicker. Okay. So try to avoid that unless you know you have, you know, a lackadaisical day and you don't mind, um, you know, just, you know, laying around and <laughs> being lazy for the day. And it's okay to have those days every now and then, as long as they're not every day, right? Um, but if you get into the habit of doing naps on a daily basis, even if they're smaller naps, get ready because what you've done is you programmed your body to be sleepy every day at that time, even when you don't want to be sleepy. Okay. So there's my big caution for you. And, and, and this is especially true if you're taking longer naps, you're going to find that it's very hard to fight to keep your eyes open during the day. Okay. So do not, uh, to intentionally program yourself to be, uh, you know, uh, addicted, if you will, to those naps unless you can afford it. Now, um, you know, I, I've I've found that especially on day, you know times when I am you know locked into the computer a lot doing projects uh, for workshops and and events and so forth that it is 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 beneficial for me to take like a, a 15, 20 minute nap. Um, because it recharges me, especially when you're doing a lot of computer work. Um, but if I'm active, then I try to avoid taking a nap because activities typically will keep the oxygen running your brain and help you stay active and aware and awake and, um, and alert. And then you'll, you'll sleep better at night. So, um, so there's a couple of tips. If you're taking too many naps or your naps are too long, then chances are you're going to have a hard time sleeping at night and you're going to program your body in such a way that you're going to be awake or sleepy when you don't want to be sleepy. So I hope that is helpful. Um, a couple other thoughts on it before we wind down here. Um, it does confuse your internal clock. In fact, in one study, participants ended up being sleepier during the day after taking too many naps. And another study noted um, that it, it, 30 minutes or less can enhance brain, brain daytime function. Longer naps harm health and sleep quality. So that just kind of, uh, I guess, puts a cap on and confirms what we just talked about. Um, I'm getting some of these, uh, these stats from Healthline um, and an article that I've found on Healthline at 17 Proven Tips to Sleep Better at Night. If you're interested in reading some of those, I've glossed over them for the most part and have shared a lot of my own content, but I have gleaned a few tidbits from here as well. Well, this is Michelle Stappes, Reframe and Rewire. I hope I'm helping you with your sleep and your sleep schedule, and I encourage you to continue sharing this with others and come back tomorrow for more. Thank you for joining.